0: Hello, welcome to this episode of the Sovereign Insight podcast. Today's podcast is inspired by a recent conversation I had with a client of mine. Before we do that, let's take a bit of time to transition into presence. So of course, if you're driving or operating heavy machinery, please don't don't do this. Please focus on what you're actually doing. But if you're able, then find somewhere comfortable to sit or lie down. And let's take a few centering breaths in through the nose, nice and gently, nice and smoothly, and out through the mouth. Nice, smooth and gentle And simply notice the space, the space that has just been revealed as you settle in to the here and now. So as ever, please listen as if you are listening to your favourite piece of music or uh, like a, a piece of wood with ears. So listen with very little on your mind and simply enjoy the experience. This podcast is called Sovereign Insight, The Essence of Transformation. It was the end of another busy day at my clinic in Marylebone. The light outside was gently dimming as the sounds and bustle of the day gradually faded into the cool and quiet of the evening. As I was showing my final client to the door, someone who'd been receiving regular acupuncture sessions since I first opened my clinic over 25 years ago. I mentioned that I was in the process of revamping my website. Why are you doing that? They asked. I looked at your website today. And it looks beautiful. Well, I explained I need to make some changes so it truly reflects what I do. But everyone knows what you do. You're the last chance saloon. You're the per- person people go to when all else fails. And to be blunt, no pun intended, you stick needles in people and make them better. After laughing for a moment, I paused at the door. Well, in some ways you're right about the last chance saloon, but these days I'm being called to go deeper, to make a shift from penetrating needles to penetrating questions. Penetrating questions, eh? How on earth does that work? Surely, questions can't work in the same way as needles. Why are you changing and why are you doing it now? Well, I could tell you, I said, but if you really want to know, and if you really want to understand, we'd better start right at the beginning. I held the door open, but he stood rooted to the spot. He was looking at me intently as though something had landed. Penetrating needles. Working better than a needle? I think I do need to know about this. So, letting the door swing close, I ushered him back in. And putting the kettle on, we sat down to discuss the journey of sovereign insight. A faulty foundation. The journey of Sovereign Insight closely mirrors my own personal struggle to find meaning in the face of adversity. To escape the immense stress and unhappiness of my early childhood and teenage years, I hold myself into the pursuit of academic excellence, significantly up-leveling my life through hard work and dedication. At 12 years old I met my first teacher of Buddhist meditation, and from my mid-twenties onwards I immersed myself in the practice of meditation, as well as the academic study of Buddhism. And to improve my health, I mined the depths of the Taoist healing arts, particularly Qigong, Tai Chi Chuan, under the guidance of the recognised teacher and mentor. My attitude throughout was that life wasn't simply for living, but for self-cultivation and mastery. I devoted all my time to keeping up the various meditation practices, Qigong forms, affirmations, techniques and rituals in an attempt to stay ahead of the curve. I believed that if I did more, knew more, practised more, acquired more wisdom, went on longer retreats, consumed more information, trained harder, set an impeccable example of a cultivated being, and presented an image of perfect health and presence, I could achieve the ultimate goal of enlightenment. Underneath it all though, an underlying dis-ease remained a constant nagging sense of underachieving and of somehow falling short. It felt that it was entirely on me to make myself happy, and that if I didn't keep my mind focused and clear through all these practices and rituals, it would all come tumbling down. As I finally realised, though, that nagging sense of falling short, and the fear that everything was about to give way, was due to the whole edifice being built upon faulty foundations. Although the practices and techniques were not flawed, the underlying basis upon which I was practising them was. And the central underlying flaw was this. A tacit belief that I was intrinsically broken, and not just me, but everything and everyone else. As a person, I therefore had to constantly patch up and fix myself. And as a doctor and acupuncturist, I had to constantly patch up and fix my patients. But if we're intrinsically broken, then these are only ever quick fixes and temporary solutions, which meant that any apparent breakthroughs would inevitably transform into brick walls. You are not broken. From an early age, I read much about how our feelings of both stress and happiness come primarily from within. In my healing, I'd learned that we're all innately well, that we're always connected to a source of deeper wisdom that sustains us in every aspect of life. But aside from an intellectual understanding of this, I had no direct embodied experience of it at all. The idea that we are not broken and do not actually need fixing was simply an idea that had no impact on my day-to-day experience of well-being. Realising that there must be something crucial that was missing, I asked myself the following question. What is the essence of healing? To help me make a breakthrough, I sought out the guidance and inspiration of people who have embodied that understanding and had a transformative experience of it. And for the past two years, I've engaged in weekly masterminds with my friend Edwin to bounce around ideas and to map out that process experientially. Edwin also does a remarkable job of editing my writing. All their inputs has been and continues to be invaluable in helping me to mine the depths of that one essential question. And What gradually began to become apparent was this. When we fall out of our personal thinking, we drop into an inner space. It is in this space that we connect to a deeper source of wisdom. Sovereign Insight. The Sovereign Insight approach works by facilitating an experience of pure consciousness and connection. It does so by employing special penetrating questions that facilitate the relinquishing of our default ideas, projections and distortions. So back in Mariborne, quietly sipping tea after a long day of work, this is how I explain it to my patients. When you rest in that space of pure consciousness and connection, its abundant positivity heals both body and mind. When you live from that place, its abundant creativity maximizes performance and flow. When you connect from that place, its abundant love and compassion facilitates new levels of harmony and intimacy. And when you explore this space more deeply, you grow closer and closer to the divine, the profound meaning of life beyond our ordinary daily concerns. Every problem we have in life is the result of losing our bearings and getting caught up in the content of our own thinking. And the solution to every one of those problems is finding our way back to that source.